You're ready to be premature wow, all over again. Wow, that's, that's impressive. Quick, quick reset. Yeah. Quick reset. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Licking okay. gin balls. It's just going to be a vicious cycle. Who knew the job was pro bono? I was so high that um, I shit myself at some point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, get still here. Somebody, somebody, everybody mute. Goddamn, you're killing me. My SEAL Team 6 went to SEAL Team 12. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with punching above your weight. The fight you get better. Well, I don't know what's worse. You're a ginger or you've been vaccinated. You sit around and drink and solve the world's problems, right? Hey, let's go ahead and unwrap this present <laughs> so, uh, and let the I... debate begin. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to a new episode of A Spirit of Debate. New week, new topic. All of the guys are here. Super excited, super happy. Um, obviously, we're going to waste no time. I did want to just say, though, it's been a year. One of our own is having a birthday today. Um, He's fucking old. So we'll just, mm. we'll say that. And mm. so Grinch, I just wanted to say happy birthday to you. Hopefully it's what? been a good day. Yeah. Oh, you can't hear me. What? You're going to say it loud. Turn up your hearing aid, brother. Turn up your hearing aid. Um, yeah. So we are, we do have a birthday. We're not going to embarrass him too much. We're going to take him out to a restaurant and do that later. But uh, yeah, I just want to say happy birthday from all of us here. Obviously the background say it all. We know how you feel about birthdays. So we just wanted to celebrate with you today. I look today. forward to them every year. <laughs> that's why you should aging like fine wine over there right. just right. just like your prostate exam I'm looking that's forward right. to it every month only 365 more days to go Os goes three times a month for his prostate exam that's crazy. oh i meant for a birthday minimum oh oh birthday <laughs> um, yeah yeah and then normally Os goes and sees a doctor for that too sometimes yeah but it's also in a bathroom in wait where where do you go in the bathroom no it's not yeah, Prague. Yeah. In Bratislava, Slovakia. Slovakia, yeah. the bathroom. Right. There's dentist in one stall. For, for <laughs> only, only in must and end in burr. <laughs> what, what, what's what's your safety word? <laughs> yes, I'm sure he's uh, developed bananas. one. Bananas. Bananas. <laughs> it's the Vandahal. <laughs> it's actually pineapple. There you go. Uh, so, yes, happy birthday to you. Hope it's a good day. Um, but obviously, obviously, I don't Wish need to Wish we could how. all be with you. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. yeah that's for sure. sure. Um, obviously I'm not going to, I'm not going to bother asking how everybody's doing. I think we we've blown that load already. So let's just go ahead and move along. Um, so drinks, let's jump into our drinks before we jump into our topic. Grinch as the birthday boy, I'm going to let you go first. Uh, I, I, at, at 50, do you remember what you're drinking at your age? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, uh, what, what did you bring? Uh, I, I think this is called an old Royal. I got it off crown Royals website, but I mean, more or less it's, Crown Royal, uh, some bitters, some lemon juice, and a splash of uh, lemon lime soda. So, so it, it's kind of like easy. an old fashioned, but slightly yeah, different. E easy sipper. Yeah. What, what, okay. what kind of bitters did you use? I was, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Bitters is bitters. The bitters is fucking bitters. Um, awesome. So it's an old Royal. Yes. All right. For the birthday boy. Um, Haas, you and your butt plug, what did you bring to the table to drink today? We are doing, uh, so, you know, uh, Grinch got me started on Diplomatica, and I had made mention of that. There, there's a couple people that listen to the podcast regularly uh, about that. When I was speaking with them, uh, Mr. Robinson particularly, um, he recommended this Dos Madeiras, Dos Madeiras, uh, five plus five. He has the five plus three, but I, I, I can only find if I can the five plus five. 
Okay. Um, and so it's, you know, aged for five years. Uh, and then I guess I take it out and do something with it. And, uh, it's aged for five years in one type of barrel, it looks like. And then they move it to like a sherry cask. And finish it. So yeah, and finish it. So gotcha. um, yeah, so That's I'm just good. drinking that, I'm drinking that over ice. Okay. Yeah. Easy. Easy. And I recommend it. Very easy, smooth. Easy. Very good. I, I, I tell you, and, and Mr. Robinson mentioned this. He he said the problem he had with Diplomat it was almost too sweet for him because of all the extra sugar they add um to sweeten it up this is not nearly as sweet as diplomatica and it's just as smooth and just as good and tasty and who recommended this mr robinson hey mrs robinson i've been wanting to say that twice since you said that so um all right so you're just drinking straight on the rocks that's it okay big mac i know it's been a long week for you what are you plowing through today um i just broke out you know i got as usual lazy and just broke out a uh mix uh for a sydney sunrise so uh just the mix with a shot of vodka um use the tito's vodka that i had uh it's pretty good it's it's got a nice um thing kind of uh flavor to it you know it makes you feel kind of beachy what what the hell is sydney beachy. what's a sydney sunrise what is that i mean obviously uh, it's a pre-mix but what's the drink i've never heard of it it's the mix with <clears throat> vodka Okay, moving on. The fuck else do you want from me? I'd like to know what a Sydney sunrise is, but clearly you can't elaborate. It's, it's you know, when the sun rises in Sydney, Australia. <laughs> they drink vodka. They drink vodka. There you go. Uh, thanks for that, Mac. Uh, it's an incredible uh, explanation. I'm like very insightful you know, yeah, as best I can. You um, failed. You failed on as much information to the, uh, to the podcast as I can. And um, I'm trying to stall as long as I can to see if I can look up an actual recipe. But, you know, it's just too fucking right late. Now. We're moving on to me. Uh, your, your Sydney Sunrise, your Rum on the Rocks and your Old Royal. So uh, obviously, in honor of Grinch, I decided to go with since I didn't have a birthday cake for you, I tried to go with something more uh, dessert oriented. And I know I can't offer it to you, but I'm going to drink it in your honor. And that's all that matters. I also went with Crown Royal, but I went with the Crown Royal Salted Caramel. And so basically mm, tasty little fucking know if you can see this. Um, yeah. So, so it's basically uh, salted caramel crown Royal cream de cacao, Bailey's Irish cream, a little bit of Kahlua and then uh, heavy cream. Uh, I poured caramel down the inside, caramel sauce, homemade caramel <laughs> sauce, homemade caramel sauce. Homemade the, the, caramel sauce. Well, the flat, the flash made it, the flash made it <laughs> shit. you not. Um, drizzled homemade caramel sauce on the inside and then poured all the ingredients in and then topped it with uh whipped cream caramel sauce and a little bit of sea salt so now will you, will you be checking your blood sugar levels after this i'm, I'm gonna um, die i'd like to know i'd like to know what they are oh fuck that's goddamn yeah i bet it's good as shit <clears throat> yeah uh, that's a dessert drink if i've ever heard of one. Oh yeah hmm so yes i, I mean, also it sounds went, amazing i also went with the crown royal but happy birthday to you grinch uh, thank you, you. Thank yes, you. yes i fucking hate these backgrounds sometimes you can't see shit yeah. cheers yeah. and happy yes. birthday cheers we've done our birthday wishes we've done our drinks let's jump into our topic the yeah. only thing we haven't done what haven't we done is you had to bear the brunt of it was now address mac as another grown man talking about love island, love island? oh yeah mac you didn't, you weren't you here. didn't get to get berated last time I will step I back and you guys do your thing. Look, all right. Just deal with just that. Crack shit. on, brother. Crack on. <laughs> crack on. That's it. 
Rinse, repeat, and crack one. I was embarrassed for the both of you. Look, in my somehow defense, I wasn't. I have not watched uh, Australia or the U.S. version like some people on this uh, oh, podcast. So, oh, I know. Your man cards have been revoked. I had to have revoked. them to begin with. What are you talking about? <laughs> Shit. We get man cards? Okay. See, I got to fill out an application. Red carded. Red carded. when you go away. And, 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 and I know. Anything can yeah. happen. We cannot let this happen again. Huh? One Anything of you has to be here, apparently. That's right. You know what? I, I challenge you. Watch a few episodes. No. Yeah. See, you, see, you don't want to. Yeah. Because exactly. you, know, like, nope. you, you know you'll be hooked. You like that you fucking train wreck? Midnight Mass and or The Haunting of Hill House. To uh, okay. Well, I have And been. we'll discuss it. I've watched two episodes Look, of that. I haven't done anything to completion in a long time. So <laughs> <laughs> let's move along. Jesus. Okay. Let's get to our topic because uh, none of this is related to our topic. So this was a topic that um, was brought to my attention actually by my youngest and sent me an article <clears throat> related to this. And I thought this might be a good topic because the article was talking about the remake of a movie and that movie would be Lost Boys. Now, the original came out in 1987. Personally, I love the original. That's a My Generation movie. That's one of those where I can watch it anytime, all the time. And so to read that they're talking about remaking this and it's been greenlit through Warner Brothers and there's no official release date, but the intent is to make this movie. I was like, disheartened by that and i don't know why because i I don't think there's any way they're going to do it justice and that's me maybe being short-sighted so i thought a good topic to talk about was movies but more specifically reboots and remakes of movies we talked about cover songs should songs be covered and i think when you talk about movies a reboot or a remake that's an in essence that's a cover and so should movies be remade should certain movies be remade and so that's the topic i want to talk about movies but more specifically, reboots. I think and we can agree. Certain movies should have never been made to begin with. Well, so, naturally, yeah. absolutely. But unfortunately, that's happened, and so now we're oh. talking about reboots and remakes. So, real quick before we start, I don't want to take up too much time, but I, I wanted to throw these two things out there: a reboot, a reboot discards continuity to recreate its characters, plot lines, and backstory from the beginning. Another definition of reboot is remake which is part of an established film series or other media franchise. Remake is a film or a television series, video game, or similar form of entertainment that is based upon and retells the story of an earlier production of the same medium. So those are the two definitions, as you will, of reboot and remake. Reboot versus remake. In general, the simplest way to remember the difference between a reboot and a remake is to remember that for a film to be a reboot, it should be resetting a chronology that's been established over multiple films. A remake is concerned with updating a single film, sometimes slavishly. And if you don't know what that word means, (laughs) it simply means having no originality. Look, at this point, everybody's lost interest anyway. (laughs) Um. I'm done with you. Well, and there's a term that's related that's just worth throwing out, um, which is called retconning. Okay. You know, within certain chronologies or larger bodies of work where they retroact, what is it? What is that short for? Retroactively conditioned, retroactive something condition, I think. Here, let me, but let me revert back to the Love Island episode, Revertigo. Wasn't that where you brought that up, Mac? <laughs> yeah. I'd never yeah. heard of that word either. So go ahead. Uh, You've never heard of Revertigo? It, Come on. It's one of those where like, 
let's say there's a, there's five seasons <laughs> and then season five. It's five. Stop licking the butt plug, bro. This is weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, like if you're in like season five and you need to change what is considered canon from like season two, you sort of paper over it and find a way to keep the chronology rolling. And it's not a remake or a reboot per se. You're just tweaking. Like you've got, maybe you've got a better idea where to take the character and there's a problem that's back in the history that you've got to address. Would, would that be if, something similar to like the, the whole thing with who shot Jr. kind of where, where all this, they came back and said, Oh, that was just a dream. He's really not dead type thing. And yeah. I never watched the show. I'm just, <laughs> well, I, I've heard the, the, you find like obviously if you can put some creativity into it great if you just flat out go i have now elected to pretend like that wasn't a thing okay well that's pretty lazy you know but right. um interestingly enough in wandavision <clears throat> or no loki uh the timekeepers used the retcans or like retroactive cannons which is a play on retcon right you know so yeah i just wanted it, it's sort of tangentially related to this topic, but, um, but yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm following the framework of the definition. There. What we're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I guess for me, as I started to research and go down this rabbit hole for myself, like I started going through movies that were remakes or reboots, trying to understand what the difference was. And of course, then I have my daughter talking to me like, what about this movie and this movie? I'm like, well, is it, um, so I did make a list of movies and I can almost guarantee unequivocally you guys have probably seen all of, maybe not both, but you've at least seen the remakes. So obviously some of the ones I think are interesting because it's just, it seems to be natural to the genre. Horror movies get remade or rebooted all the time. Zombie films, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Well, but, but are those remakes slash reboots or just sequels? No, they're like, literally like straight. To no, no. Well, what are we talking about? Like one, because like if you look at like Friday, you know, if you look at Nightmare on Elm Street one, Nightmare on Elm Street two, I'm not talking it, about it's that. It's kind of a continuation. Yes. What, okay. Nightmare so on Elm Street. You're saying there was a in 1980 something or another. 1984. Okay. Yep. So you're saying there was a remake of the original in 2010. Okay, I, yes, and sir. I missed that, so that's yeah. fine. Okay. Uh, Halloween 1978. Rob Zombie remade it in 2007. So uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. 1974 got remade in 2003, uh, 2003. Jessica Biel played the principal character in that movie. I think a lot of horror movies get rebooted or remade quite easily. Well, I, think it, the- I think it's easy to do because, you know, the, the graphics and everything have progressed so far that you can make them that much, you know, you can make them scarier now. And I think it's also vivid. I think it's because the plot lines and storylines are incredibly shallow. Well, right. yeah right. so it's very, very easy there's very little <laughs> no, substance. no substance in terms of yeah oh did we get this aspect of story right. you don't give a shit it's no, a standalone you know, look, most likely Mike Myers is a very deep character who has a lot of backstory <laughs> to him that you really need to delve into I mean we can talk about sequels in another episode but because there are some like especially horror those just get made to nauseam uh, in terms of their sequels but it- I'm talking specifically yeah. like remakes, one-off reboots or remakes. Okay, those ones specifically uh, I pulled out, but there are also plenty of others. Ones that I liked as the original, like I liked the original Total Recall, and then it got remade with Colin Farrell. I liked the original. Well, I won't say I liked it. I enjoyed the original Judge Dredd. I wasn't a huge fan of the remake in 2012 with Carl Urban. 
you know, so there are some, then when you hear about things like Dune getting remade, I was super excited about that. I love the original as a kid in 1984 and super excited to see what they do with this remake this year, this month, actually. Yeah. And I think uh, several thoughts. One is if there is an original body of work you're pulling from, let's say there's, there is a literally a book, let's, you know, in this case, um, it, like, like something that comes to mind is um, the dark tower, which was made from Stephen King's book series. Yes. And by many accounts, not a good movie. No. Like it's one thing to go, well, the material's always been there. I just think I can do a much better job of capturing the essence of what that book was really getting at because I didn't like the way they directed this. I didn't like the way that detail came out. Like that's one yeah. thing to just say, I want to, I, I have a different interpretation or vision of that, <clears throat> that, you know, that work of art or that, that work, I should right. say, yeah. um, as opposed to what you were getting to Mac of, we just have better technology. So surely we can make this better. Prime example. You know, there's literally no better, <clears throat> there's no more deeper thinking. Right. It is recast and, and, the thing. And frankly, you, there's, there's no consequence for completely disregarding anything that happened before because it's standalone. There's no continuity to it. Right. Yeah. And, and like we said, that comes in with horror. And I think it comes in with sci fi, um, or two of the big ones that can easily be remade solely based on technology. You know, you don't change, you recast it, you don't change any of the storyline. You just update the, the visual effects. Prime example 1982, one of my favorite movies as a kid, Tron. And then in 2010, Tron mm -hmm. Legacy came out. Now, Tron Legacy, and this is where we get into that gray area, and this is what I, one of the things I wanted to ask your opinion on. There are a number of movies that, are they reboots? Are they remakes? Are they technically sequels? Did they just stray from the path? Like they, they stepped off the path in Ikea and they've wandered around the store for three hours because they can't find their fucking way out. You know, mm -hmm. do those movies, how do you qualify those movies? Like Tron, that one I think, Mac, fits into what you're saying. That's a straight technology allowed them to remake visually a stunning movie but again storyline is eh. yeah well I, you know <clears throat> real, real quick just correcting myself retcon is short for retroactive continuity okay um but yeah i mean they used the term legacy and then they picked up a storyline and then i think they were hoping to kind of capture that original excitement that existed from that movie you know one like what it really came to mind when you were <clears throat> when this topic came up was how many years of just various superhero movies came out no nothing that connected any of them you can right. make batman 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 the 15th batman none of them affected the other there was no there was all the zero connected tissue yep. yeah yep. and that was <clears throat> you could argue reboot 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 remake uh, mm -hmm. some combination thereof yeah. because they just kind of did their own thing they were like, you know what? The Joker should Fantastic be in this Four one. did it. Yeah. Just, just yeah. different so films. Let's do the yeah. Joker again. You know, right. it, that is like an example of where I just lost interest because maybe standalone, it's okay, but there was no consequence and you didn't care. Like if another one came out later, you're like, all right, another take. Right. Maybe Superman, maybe it's I think it's probably another. Yeah. Yes. Superman, maybe yeah. it's decent. Yeah, but there was no reason to, you know, I've got to watch each individual movie to, to follow the story arc. Right. Because it yeah. was no story arc. I mean, humorously enough, you know, you could say the Friday the 13th and the Halloweens have had some kind of supposed story and arc and history to them yeah. that has connected them all as ridiculous as they get, you know. Right. 
Um, With that same theme, what about the Terminator series? Like, I mean, I kind of feel like, especially the later ones, you don't have to have, you really haven't had to see uh, the previous ones to give a shit about because they explain everything. But I think in some ways they, they do return to the origin of the Terminator or Terminator Judgment Day, especially like Judgment Day comes up the second one a lot. Um, so again, that's that gray area. I don't know. Well, I don't even know how you qualify that. Is that a sequel? Is that a reboot or a, me- a remake? Another one that that kind of boggled my mind was Blade Runner. Again, mm-hmm. loved the 1982. But then when Blade Runner 2049 came out in 2017, was that a reboot? And then you go, well, it couldn't have been. Like Deckard isn't the principal character, but he's in the movie. So it's yeah. almost like a sequel. Yeah, but a, would, a sequel that departs sequel. in a lot of ways. Would you? I would okay. say sequel, yeah, because there's okay. so much that came to light about whether he was or wasn't a replicant. Right. The fact, you know, and I don't want to ruin the movie for anybody who hasn't seen it, you know, where the child came from. Right. Um, I, 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 I love that movie, actually. But um, uh, yeah, like I have no issue with that because or like like let's hope make this new Matrix Resurrection is good, you know, but, you know, you could use the Matrix and go one was awesome. And then we started going down the hill and maybe four will kind of find a way to make you go reach back, back up at to the and pinnacle three and go, eh, you know, yeah. maybe, but, but um, where's but, the, where's the path to make you think that's going to be any different though. If, if one was know. good and then everything else was bad, why would this be any different? I don't know. Yeah. And I, well, and, and this is why, you know, I, I know an MCU fanboy, but the reason I like the MCU so much is because there is a central steering committee that is controlling all the storylines. So nothing fucks up something else. Well, and it's amazing how some of the small things in the MC universe show up later. Like <laughs> if you look at, uh, was it the, the vest that black widow wears in Endgame? that's her sister's vest in the movie, black widow, which was filmed like later. Yeah. Chronologically it, it's before. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's it, all what, it's what chronologically Easter eggs, right. Yeah. You know, just little yeah. things that you right. see but dropped in those things are, I mean, that, that's, you're right. Grinch. To me, that's what makes the whole MCU amazing is the fact that it's all tied together and, and there's continuity to it. But yeah. And weird. I guess, sorry, go ahead. Though. I was just saying, it's weird. You mentioned the MCU, but then when we were just a few minutes ago, when you're talking to like superhero movies, the problem with them, Superman, multiple times that's been rebooted. Uh, Superman, Superman Returns, Daredevil, Punisher, um, Batman, the original in 89, Batman begins in 2005, next year, the new Batman with Robert Pattinson in 2022, like that's going to be another reboot, Um, Spider-Man, the original with Tobey Maguire in 2002, Andrew Garfield in 2012, and then Tom Holland in 2017, it's like, you get to 2017 with Tom Holland, they just ignore any canon that existed with any of the prior previous movies which they are within their right to do but it helps with mcu containing the story arc yeah i mean the only the only things they tend to cling to and i know we're hyper focused on a couple movies right now is the origin story of batman and the fact that his parents were killed yeah that that never changes they're in gotham and (laughs) kind of the creation of the joker and what he represents like absent those saying or aside from those things everything else is free game it seems like and even to, even to the to an extent the character himself right. the way he's played i mean every everybody's played him as a completely different character so you know th- there's no continuity even there as to how he acts and behaves and i thought you know i like i thought the way christopher nolan kind of packaged what was that like a three movie series that he yep. did i yep. thought I was so, fantastic yeah. with uh, christian bale you yeah. felt yeah. like you had closure 
-hmm. like each movie was phenomenal um but yeah otherwise kind of going back to the origin of the topic i mean you go into it either thinking you can reinterpret it make it better in some way or you just have better technology or fuck you just have the money and somebody gives you well, the rights to the, the the intellectual property to do it right yeah, and i think that's a big topic right there is that you know a lot of times they look at it and say you know what fucking red dawn made a lot of money when it first came out we, we need some cash coming in let's just throw some, wow, some new, <laughs> shit, new people that into remake the was fucking uh, and redo it you know, and, like and, point and, break <laughs> Point break. Top yes. Gun's another one. That I never, I, even, I never even saw the remake of that. I didn't either. The first one was so good. I, I think. did, but yeah, it's one of those you regret seeing the second one after you've seen it. You're like, what? Why did I watch that? And that makes you, you know, yeah, you're just like, oh my god, what, what, well, what was the what was the end goal here, other yeah. than just to appeal to a new audience and, and bring in cash? That's well, what I was going to mention. Yeah, because you, I mean, right. obviously, this bridges nicely with the nostalgia. I mean, okay, so Tom Cruise comes back as a teacher now. I, I didn't like the first Top Gun. Like, so <laughs> I don't give two shits that they're making another one. It's right. just, but they obviously want to capture the people who saw it when they were younger and build a new generation of interest because well, it's more in, in, in alignment with the times, right? Because right. we said art imitates life. And, and you're right. I mean, nostalgia is a big thing. I mean, you look at like the TV show Stranger Things. You know, it's it's clearly aimed at a specific audience with, with the younger kids, but then they bring in, you know, a lot of that, you know, 80s nostalgia to also bring in the parents of those kids, you know, and go, oh, I remember going to the arcade. I remember a tra mm. trapper keepers, you know, so so they yeah, they absolutely play on that. And, and you know, as an example, Top Gun's gonna do the same thing, right? You're you're gonna bring back, you know, Tom Cruise and Probably not Val Kilmer as much at all <laughs> nowadays. He's actually going to be, but there. you know, you're, you're, and you're you're simply bringing them back to try and bring in that audience that, that was there the first time around. And, and the movie itself, I think, haven't seen it. Obviously, don't even think it's out yet. But I can't imagine it's going to be any good. But the thing with Stranger Things, as it relates to pulling from past memories, is it's they're like fun Easter eggy type details like they don't rely on it to be you know it's not the it's core. it's not a yeah there, right. it doesn't have anything to do with the core it's just a oh man i remember having those or you know yeah. or, or doing like, that when i was that age you know but I yeah mean, it doesn't off, have anything to do with the story like i laughed my ass off at hot tub time machine and they're back in the <laughs> 80s and the shit yeah. they reference is hilarious yeah. but as but a it movie it wasn't the sole base <laughs> of the humor you know, right. like it was just they happened to go back to an age, right? Um, that you remember. Yeah. I mean, and frankly, go ahead. Go I'd say that's obviously different than what we're talking about in terms no, of nostalgia. and I sidetracked us with the nostalgia thing. Yeah, uh, but when, I think when you're right. That up, so I, th I think you're right in terms of the nostalgia. Like, but that's some of what why they do reboots, right? Is to, is because they're trying to bring in. Let, let's let's be quite honest. They run out of fucking good ideas, so Nothing's let's go original. see what's in the vault and and you know see what we see how do. we can tweak oh, this and, and make I, some money on it. Yeah, I, I think sometimes it's done. They ran out of good ideas. Sometimes they just know they can do it better than what they did. Than or they what think was, they what can. Was previously, they, out yeah, they think well, they Casino can. Royale is a good is a good example for for those that love Bond with the new Bond movie. I mean, they made one and then it was meh. and it's it's you know it is the uh, it, it's the beginning of. Um, uh, the writings, um, I'm drawing a blank here. Ian Fleming. Thank you, Ian Fleming. That was the first in the series. And so, 
it was it made it was a good idea to remake that. And um, I love that and, you brought that up because that's I was going to segue to that to pull you into this conversation because it's on my list. Casino Royale, nineteen sixty seven, remade with Daniel Craig in two thousand six. When it comes to Bond, that is a very specific canon of stories by Ian Fleming, which would you say anytime there's a new Bond, is that considered a reboot? I know they're making stories well, that haven't no, been told. It's kind of like, Doctor, it's a, it's Who. Not a it's like reboot, Doctor Who, right? I mean, uh, the television well, no, show. because Doctor Who very meticulously folded in the fact to their storyline that the doctor changes doctor. automatically. After a certain amount yeah, of time, I guess, I guess that is part of their, their, their storyline. But the character of Bond isn't changing, just the actor who's playing him, right? But is so that a way really... to refresh the franchise? Rebooting well, yeah, because let's, let's I don't say, think they're really say, rebooting well, they, they, change Q, they change him. So, yeah, it would be a reboot. I think so. I would consider that a reboot. You have to qualify that as a reboot. I don't know Bond as well as you all do, but it is. Are we so? I don't think this is the case, but this is a question I've always had with Bond. Is I assume we're not supposed to suspend belief that this is the same guy in every scenario. Like, is 007 supposed a, to be the same guy? A I title? Thought so. Like, it's a title of a position, and who, whomever is in that position is 007. Is that what, like, that's what makes sense to me? Because obviously, Roger Moore ain't still like raking moons and shit you know <laughs> raking <Right>. moons. <laughs> 007 is the character you re- right. you attain 00 status with specific criteria so 007 yeah. is always james bond that seven that's james bond because there are other 00 agents yeah and i think the fact that it's the bond james bond that's always stuck with 007 and it spanned what three four decades is where i've been like like i've always kind of mulled like if I'm Ian Fleming or if I'm owning, driving and controlling the, this, this intellectual property, at some point I, I like, I felt like I would have made the switch to say it's a position, like it's a very honorable position that only certain agents are selected for and you take up the mantle. Right. But, so so it's, not, it's not James Bond as right. 007. It's 007 is James Bond as, you know, the Grinch is, is, is whoever has been yeah, promoted to that hair, position. You know, whatever yeah. you want to say, okay. like, like you know everybody started calling whoever's in that position james you know as a as a as a you know maybe an honor the the original 007 was you know but anyway that's just something that's always bugged me well i I think i would consider it a reboot Uh, obviously the casino royale is a remake because that story existed it was made in 1967 i believe and then Obviously, Daniel Craig reprises that specific role of James Bond in Casino Royale in 2006. So for me, that's a remake. But I think every time they replace Bond, that's considered a reboot. Much reboot, like we can yeah, we say that agree. about Batman. I mean, that's a reboot yeah. uh, or Spider-Man. So I don't see it as a reboot. I just see it as a continuation with a different character. Why? Because they're telling a different story. Right. Well, uh, right. But, I mean, it's that's not, actually it's what's not... bothered me is is. You know, is the James Bond that was in Moonraker, am I supposed to believe that's the same James Bond and Goldfinger that's in Die Another Day? Well, that's what I'm saying is it's like if, if we'll say Roger obviously Moore. by simple chronology and just managing time, that, that can't well, be. And, and you look at, <laughs> right. you know, I, I look at, you know, the show 24 for all you guys that have seen that, you know, it, it's kind of the same philosophy. Are you telling me that, you know, this guy has just, you know, what was it, eight seasons or nine seasons or whatever? 
he just had nine really fucking shitty days, right? <laughs> I mean, yes. You know, is is it the same with Bond? I mean, is it the same person? And basically, just you know, every story is just a shitty day for this guy. Yes, man, that dude's got. Some, he doesn't have a lot of He's shitty days. He only had eight or nine. Only nine out of three hundred sixty-five. That's not bad. And yeah, but they're pretty fucking bad. Kind of parse out reboots, yeah. remakes, yeah, uh, yeah. reimaginings. I mean, how many CSIs do we have now? Or the FBI's, which I love how it says FBI. Yeah, that's, okay. that's exactly it's all the same fucking shit, right? Right. That's exactly it's just what it is. a different different group, they just different dream company. Up drama. They throw it in, you know, right. if they and put it in a new location, as possible. slap a name on it. But and, and it's funny you mentioned television shows because that I was, was trying one of the to stay away from those. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the questions I had. Is, is I, I'll be honest, when it comes to movies, I don't I don't necessarily mind a remake or a reboot or a reimaging. When it comes to television shows, that, that for me that's different. Why? Uh, when they went, because I don't know nostalgia. <laughs> nostalgia. When okay. they remade Magnum PI, I thought that was horrible. Hawaii Five O. Hawaii Five O. Yeah, that was chips awesome. When what we are you talking about? Yeah. Chips. Well, they did. They, <laughs> they did, did the movie. Right? Technically, do they did, they did a, a movie. movie. <laughs> so, yeah. so that, that brings up a great question though, because you look at, I mean, they did a Chips movie. They did a Twenty One Jump Street. They did two movies. They did Eighteen. They did Miami Vice. Bars. They did Eighteen. Are those reboots? Or, or are they just reimagining uh, yeah. in movie form? I, I think don't know they're what... reimagining in feature film. And that's why I didn't yeah. want to get into that gray area. Because like, yeah, I yeah. had It on my list. But It was a TV movie, a, a made-for-TV movie. It was a two-part movie that they then remade into a feature film. And like some of the Stephen King stuff I tried to stay away from because a lot of that did come out in TV form. And then uh, Children of the Corn, like it came out yeah. as a movie. Yeah. And then they did a made-for-TV movie years later. And so I was like... I, I really want to take TV out of the equation because obviously when you get into TV, well, shit can change so rapidly. And, and I'm just going to say, I did actually like, I liked the Hawaii Five O remake for the first maybe seven or eight seasons. Obviously, anything that goes longer than that typically isn't very good. But I, well, I did, I liked the Hawaii Five O. I did not care for the Magnum PI remake, uh, as Haas mentioned, but I was okay with the Hawaii Five O. Yeah, and, and it, it's it's just a quick aside. I mean, I will say. There's material that I appreciate when it's in show form because you can get so much more out of it. And that, right. and like a two to three hour movie can't, it just, it's got to move through it so fast. It's time. Yeah. 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 Um, and like I think of, shit, I'm going to draw a blank on the, on the book series that they made. Basically, they made one movie and tried to capture um, like three books. And it was just one of those, it's, it, it felt so shallow by the end that I was like, if you hadn't read the books, Right. You wouldn't even know any of what was really going on. So like uh, like Game of Thrones, it's a book series, and then they made it into multiple series, and they reinterpreted it. And then just made I shit mean, up at the end. Yeah, if you really <laughs> dig into it, they did. They Some characters that were background, they brought to the foreground and, mm-hmm. and tinkered with it. And and I'm, I'm okay with that. I mean, I didn't read the book, so like it didn't bug me. But like that's an example of... That's an interesting take. I never thought about like what would have happened if that character were more prominent than this character. And admittedly, ignorance is bliss. So I didn't know like, well, that's bullshit. In the the books, this character, you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, to me, at the end of the day, like if you're going to remake something, reboot either or, the bar is now raised. You got to convince me why it's it's going to be better to get me back in to see the same storyline again. I mean, that's where with, I am with just nowadays. different characters or different right. actors or just or different graphics. 
yeah. you know, as you said, different visuals, like uh, prime example, 1979, Star Trek, the motion picture, 2009, yeah. Star Trek comes back, new characters, same, or new actors, exact same characters, but they knew visually. A different storyline though, right? It wasn't the same. It, they didn't. Well, no, well, yeah, it wasn't the same. The main canon is the same. The 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 same. It's, the same. it's just to kind of branch off a little in some places. Right, but what I'm saying is it wasn't a complete remake of just no, it was you know, a screen for screen. You know, yes, obviously the same theory behind you know Star Trek, and I don't pretend to know all of that, um, but I'm guessing the same, the same kind of background and story as to how they got where they were is right. the same. But the, I guess the adventure that they're on is different. You know, they didn't redo yeah. the same adventure. And then when they made into Star Trek Into Darkness, they basically tried to retell uh star trek's 1982 classic the wrath of khan and mm-hmm. fold in some elements from the tv show in space seed when they first meet khan and but they did it in a completely different way to try to justify it's an it's its own movie it has yeah. nothing to do with that but it's like bullshit that's exactly what it is Ooh, and it's it, it's risky when you start messing with khan. Yeah. yeah you know because it's so iconic and and, and they yeah. purposely didn't tell you who it was that um benedict cumberbatch was playing like they shrouded the fact that it was con and they were john harrison or something like that like mm. his character had a different name and it isn't till partway through the movie that you find out who he is um but that the stories like that they're just retelling visually it just they they know the visuals are there the graphics are there they can tell the story not really a a, a great story in some ways but they're like visually we're going to get them um a couple others and like we talk about nostalgia for me um karate kid like Ralph Macchio's oh, 1984 oh Karate Kid. That remake? Yeah. Uh, now, look, now, we're talking... I love Jackie karate Chan. Karate Kid 2, Karate sure, Kid 3. I do we're too. talking karate the kid, remake the of the remake original in Karate 2010. Kid, right? yes. Okay. okay and not, they, we're not talking Cobra Kai. No. The show on Netflix. Really no. good show, by the way. But 1984, um, the as far original. As nostalgia. Yeah, 1984, the original, and then they rebooted it with Jackie Chan and Will Smith's son. Jaden, Jaden Smith. I think it's Jaden Smith. Yeah. In 2010, like I loved the original as a kid. We talked about Lost Boys, another one they talked about, and I'm, I haven't heard anything about it recently. But 1994's uh, Brandon Lee's The Crow, and they talked about remaking it with Jason Momoa, and I'm like, what? See, to me, fucking kidding me. There, you have a completely Uh different character because Jason Momoa. Is a is a I mean unless he plans on you know starving himself. He's a sequoia of a human <laughs> being. Right. He is not the same, you know, not the same yeah. character. Visually same with, looking character no. as same with you know, Conan. Like why yeah. call it yeah. Conan right. and Thank pretend you. like it's the same person? And it, and it's nothing against Jason Moe. It's just the project itself. It's like right. you're 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 trying to leverage Conan. The name to name justify someone right. in the movie about a dude with a sword, you know, right. like that stuff bothers me and it does not hook me. No. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm definitely with you on that. I mean, I like, I mean, near and dear to my heart is like the alien franchise. Well, I was going to bring you up had another alien, one. you had aliens. I mean, hitting on all cylinders, you got Ridley Scott, James Cameron. Look. And then it just gets lost in the woods and you're like, what the fuck just happened? I mean, you've yeah. got all this material to work with. Aliens 3, Alien Resurrection. Ass, like, just throw in some action movies that has no intelligence to it. Right. And it, and it, and it doesn't further a storyline in any meaningful way. Oh, well, let's bring Lance, Lance Henriksen back just so we can justify why this next movie was made. Like, fucking come on. 
Exactly. And, and look, mm-hmm. I mean, at the time he wasn't the, the, he wasn't the same known commodity, but aliens three, like David Fincher was the director of aliens three. That was for all intents and purposes. That was a garbage ass fucking movie. And then alien resurrection. But again, those are sequels uh, for you, Grinch. One that I thought about, cause you mentioned it is one of your favorite movies was 1982 is the thing. Yeah. And then they remade that one. Now I personally, in 2011, I didn't see the remake, so I couldn't speak to it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, uh, well, I saw, um, yeah, I'm with you. I think most agree that that make that the version of the thing with Kurt Russell is widely considered an improvement from the original original, which I don't know that if I saw, I think I did maybe, but admittedly, I kind of liked it because it paid homage to the original. Right. And if you see the movie, it's almost at the very end where you start connecting the dots to the original and you're like, fuck, okay. I see what you guys did here. <laughs> you got um, me. <laughs> I, I mean, at the end of the day, it's the exact same frights and scares and, you know, it can, it can change into things. That's why it's scary. Right. You know? Right. <clears throat> but again, you well, look at, and- uh, you look at other movies where I am attached to the remake. We're like the ones I've been talking about so far from a nostalgia standpoint are the my original, my original version, but the fly in 1986 with Jeff Goldblum mm. coming off the, the, it was a remake of the original in 58, which personally I never saw, but what I would be like, ass maybe that was. yeah, but I would, <laughs> I, I would have to imagine. I'd be like, no, I, I, I will always just enjoy the remake better because it's what I grew up with. Yeah. You know, one that just popped in my mind when you said that, um, because generationally there's some people who are very passionate about this is a star is born. Oh God. Yeah. It's been made like 14 times. I think there are three versions of it. And, and frankly, the the one with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga is freaking good. I I think it's them. never seen all the ones before. I have no idea if it did anything different. And and maybe that's it. Maybe if you have it, if you have no frame of reference, when you see, so like, you know, our, our children, you know, they see red Dawn, they have no frame of reference to that original movie. Which you know, if they go back and watch Shaq, shame they, on us as parents for not giving you're doing your kid a disservice. Right. They may go back and say, This isn't very good. I mean, we've we, you know, we talked about that on one of our podcasts, you know, where you look at the visual effects and you go, Why did I watch this? this Escape from New York good. is fucking garbage, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but so, not when you're eight years old, it's not. <laughs> but, but, oh, but one franchise we haven't touched on, um, would, would be Grinch's namesake today, Too Fast, Too Grouchy. Um, you know, the, the, the too fast, too furious franchises that, you they're know, all it just seems my like opinion. they're all sequels. So that doesn't fall into this conversation. Does that not fall into this? No. Okay. We aren't okay. talking about sequels so I, or prequels. You're moving people in and out. So do they, they become, nine, right? does it become a reboot? Because, you know, obviously what, what was uh, Paul Walker, you know, his character got pulled out because obviously he's dead. Technically, oh. technically the only one that doesn't have the same principal characters is the best of the entire bunch, and that was Tokyo Drift. Oh, because I, they, I thought you were they stepped say away. Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs well, and Shaw no, was freaking funny, man. That's <laughs> technically a spinoff and doesn't qualify either. But so now you're just splitting hairs. That's what I do. Reboots. And- what I do. Vin Diesel is in all the series except for one, and that's Tokyo. But the Rock Drift. isn't in all of them. Isn't in all of them, is he? But the Rock, no. But the Rock wasn't a principal character when the series started either. Vin Diesel, but he is Paul now. Walker. So, funny enough, well, of he course, does, he has it now become a reboot. Yeah, my understanding is he does not like Vin Diesel, but no, and give it a few years. Aside. John, I'd, li- John I'd like Cena to see the two of them character. UFC <sighs> match. What do you think? Yeah, exactly. Vin Diesel and The Rock. I, I think we should make that happen. <laughs> uh, the Rock's the, got WWE training. 
That's it. That's <laughs> oh, that's true. I didn't, um, you know, which is not fake. <clears throat> not at another, all. Another <laughs> another one that uh, my daughter brought to my attention, and and maybe you guys have an opinion about this one was Mad Max. Mad Max Fury Road. Is that a remake? A reboot? Is that a, uh, is that a sequel? It's a great question because they don't explain chronology oh. at all. I totally agree. Although it was a, it was a great fucking movie. <laughs> I, exactly, <laughs> it was a great fucking movie. And and, really and I was. feel bad. I think that's that's I, definitely a reboot, though. When you I say think so, I would. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, let's say right. I mean, that's a good question because if let's if it stays as standalone, nothing ever else is done, then it's just part of the grander Mad Max. Maybe franchise he went to the thunderdome maybe he didn't you know right. but you know let's say they pick up a new storyline with Fur- furiosa and all that you know i i'd, I'd go back because they did such a good job right um with that movie in my I mean, opinion but, but that's a testament to how well that movie was done i mean those effects are incredible but mad max fury road was basically taking they just plucked out the last 20 minutes of mad max to the road warrior and created a two-hour movie out of that entire chase scene. Mm-hmm. That is in essence what that movie was. And I think mm-hmm. it is a reboot, not a remake. It's not a straight remake according to the definition, but I think it's a reboot. I would and, say so. Yeah. And, and, and principally it's almost the identical storyline. I, I almost feel like if you completely ignore any accounting of time, then I guess you call that a reboot. Cause it's almost like the timeline starts fresh, even though it's in this futuristic dystopian world. Right. I don't even know if they say the dates. I don't really remember. But if they don't, then it's like, okay. I mean, I'm clearly seeing a different actor in this role, but I'm supposed to believe, you know, this is also, um, was that was that Kurt Russell? Who was that? In what? In the original Mad Max. Mel Gibson. Not, Mel Gibson. Oh, yeah. Mel Gibson. Yeah. Mr. Um, Anti-Semite himself. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's on our religious, <laughs> our religious episode. Yeah, I don't know. I thought about this all week and I was like, well, what's a reboot? What's a remake? Mac, like you was like, is it a spinoff? And yes, splitting hairs maybe, but going, well, is that technically a sequel? Is that a spinoff? And it, it very quickly, it was like, I wonder how these people make these decisions and make this judgment call going, hey, we want to reboot the franchise. We buy the rights to it. And we're basically, we're going to remake it without really remaking it. And I think it is in part, can we tell a better story? Can we bring in a new audience? And that's why my, my daughter was like, what about animated films? What about animated films that they're making live action? I don't think the same thing exists with kids in that way. Like kids, I will always like animated movies, like Disney movies as a kid, because that's what I remember. Okay. I'm less impressed with the live action version. Actually, Okay. I was gonna, and I was going to touch on that because Disney did that with one of my favorite movies is Peach Dragon. Okay. And uh, I love the animation, the animated version. Uh, but I did not care for the live action version whatsoever. And I never saw it. And I, th- and I thought it did it a huge disservice. Um, Jungle Book, I thought was okay as a live action. Uh, Lion King, I thought was also okay as a live action. Uh, but I, I think it's interesting that Disney now has gone to doing that uh, and changing, changing so that over. I, and again, is that just, go ahead, Crunch. Sorry. I was just going to say, I have to wonder if the thinking behind it is we can make it more relatable to like young kids, because I mean, we know like the, the power of being a princess and all that is super power. It, like it, it's strong, right? I mean, it sells a ton of merchandise. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can we visualize all yourself it. <laughs> in it. Like, I just like, that's what I wonder 
um, because the story is the exact same. It's not like you don't know how it's going to end, right? Right. (laughs) So so it begs the question of what what's bringing me to the table. Well, I think this I think this ties into you know some of the discussions we've had on our Liquor and Leagues podcast, which if you aren't listening, you should hop over there and listen in on those. Thank you, man. Is is throwback jerseys, right? At the end of the day, it's just selling more shit, right? I mean, it's, you know, how can we repackage this, you know, sell a few more, as you said, you know, a few more dolls, a few more princess tiaras to the little girls and make more money. We we don't necessarily want to rethink anything because that requires effort and time. We just want to take exactly what's there, repackage it, make it relatable to to today's youth or generation or whatever and, and you know make some money with that being said the mulan live action i thought was actually pretty good i don't know if it was as good as the original animation told you um but uh yeah i mean <laughs> this is a slippery slope that i think yeah. some of these some of these businesses and stuff go down i mean look some of these it's remakes not. had they never been remade like scarface was a remake right uh, but you um, the thing on, like you, you hit said the, i want to pause for just a second because you hit the nail right on the head there businesses their sole goal isn't to entertain us it's to make money money, money and they're going to do that however they f- feel like they can do it and if that's simply remaking shit and and, and throwing it out there it's got to be it's got to be i mean it's honestly got to be cheaper to just pull something out and throw some new actors into it than it is to go hire a writing staff rewrite a whole new movie and, and come up with something from scratch that may or may not work. You know, you have something that, you know, well, this is a proven commodity. It worked before. Let's just throw some new people in it, you know, spruce it up, update it and throw it back out there and make some money. Mac, I, I, I think you nailed the head. In the Venn diagram of this conversation of head giving, yeah. you nailed it. It's, I mean, yeah. you know, and but and I hated to stop you there, Hoss, but I want you, you as soon as you mentioned business, I mean, it just that 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 at the end of the day is what it's all about. They're, yeah. they're in the process to make money. Yep, I had that thought right, right I tried conversation for for Thor. Well, but. I, I mean, but that's I think you you got to the very essence of what's behind this, which is if you envision, good essence. you know, uh, the essence is strong at this point. Um, if <laughs> you imagine <laughs> any tastes like pineapple producer slash somebody who can commit funds to a project, they're basically venture capitalists, right? Right, right. I mean, that's in essence what they are. Is you convince me this will go to market and make money. Otherwise, why am I investing? I bet you many of them just have good acumen for the community. They don't give a shit. It's not they're going to be watching it. So they don't really care. They're not passionate about this particular intellectual property. They just want they just want a good ROI. Yes. Right. These aren't these aren't independent films at the Toronto Film Festival or wherever, you know, where where they're making their passion project. So and that's why some of those are some of the best films, right? Yeah. So you think about the predator, they're like, How much do you need to make it? And how much am I gonna get? What is it projected to make? That's all I care about. Put it out. Right. Yeah, like a, another one. And I think this was probably a straight, we just want to bring in a different generation. The original 1960s Ocean's Eleven. And then they yeah. remake it in 2001. That was simply the... They, they fire off how many sequels. Right, but they just, they wanted and, a different and another, generation. 
a third remake because they did it with all the women with Ocean's, Ocean's 8, 8 to bring in yeah. yet yeah. another group of people. Ghostbusters. Well, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters is the same thing. I'd say that yeah. one. And, and, I and is, that say... gonna be the, is that going to be the new kind of norm where, you know, well, let's redo Miami Vice with two female detectives. Yeah, I had, to, I had to wonder if, uh, if when they were considering the new Ghostbusters was having Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, um, and Winston, I forget the actor's name that plays Winston. Um, oh, fuck. Car- uh, it's not Carl Weathers, Jesus. No. Predator. <laughs> no. Predator. Um, <laughs> in the movie, was that an honest nod to the original? I mean, like, how much did they have to pay them to make an appearance? They make that? a cameo. Ernie Hudson. Yeah. Let's, let's be honest. At this, it, 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 at this time, probably not a whole lot. Um, yeah, to, to get them in there, but but yeah, is that a nod to the original or is that a a cheap ploy to bring in Shore people that remember the, one, right? the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the original? That, hey, I'm I'm gonna come see and we'll see what they're and then all of a sudden you're like oh, they were in the movie for five seconds and then I watched the rest of this shit. Okay, right. Well, that was a waste of my time. I, you know, well, yeah. And it's so funny, you know, back to the idea of like two women and detectives. The heat was basically which is, yeah, which is an original. I mean, it was fucking hilarious, but they didn't that it like in my mind, if they'd taken that and tried to play them as like Crockett and hubs, Doesn't I would have been, I would have been pissed, but since they right. just created their own unique character, I laughed my ass off, but it wasn't a remake of Miami vice. I mean, that's not what they were trying to do. Right. The, right. the theory is it is two two female detectives, but by no stretch of the imagination, were they trying to do a remake of that? It just happened to be that that's just the formula, you know, the, the characters they used. Right. Now it would be interesting to see if they had done something like that, where they said, no, let's, that was what Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy. Right. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So and, and said, we're going to redo reboot Miami vice with two female detectives. And, and you know to see how good it would have been I, and to your point without them playing the humor aspect I, I don't think it would have been worth two shits yeah and for all we know they tried to secure the intellectual property rights for it and, and couldn't, couldn't. And and said, couldn't. Oh, no, we're gonna do this so they're like all right fine it's, it's just doing. an fbi agent and a cop you know yeah, right. we, we, we've got some money invested <laughs> into it we got to finish this off let's re- yeah. retweak it. It, it it's so funny because we care a lot about this shit and for good reason because mm-hmm. we're passionate about movies and art the people yeah. behind it don't no. Like no, that's the funny thing. Wanna, they're it's, there to make it's money. money. Yeah. They're there to make money. I get it. That's what they're there to do. No, right? I mean, yeah, I'm not going to invest in something that I know I'm going to lose money on. Why? Right? That, that's just bad business, and and right. I would blame you for doing so. Well, but, and, and you know, getting back into like what right looks like versus what doesn't. I, I mean, it's art, so there's all sorts of variables. It's subjective. You cast to it right. Did it get the funding? Did you really catch and capture the essence? Is it creative writing? Which is why a lot of these unique out of the blue um, efforts are so successful and they hit so hard because they're just so different. Um, You know, I think of like Christopher Nolan and some of his work, which is just so unique. Um, You know, there isn't anything to draw off. It was its own effort. It was its own product that he now. Yeah. He's got kind of an MO you start to recognize as he goes forward, but um, Quentin Tarantino, when he when he dropped in Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction, there wasn't anything you were like, oh, that's just another. No, it was new. It, it was it was brand new, and, and and quite frankly, you were bringing in. I mean, that that re- completely resurrected John Travolta's career. Yeah, um, and, and kind of pretty much, I think, introduced us to Sam Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, it, and he, he he had been cast, around. Yeah, but I think that was his first big 
<laughs> thing that anybody, <laughs> if you go back and ask, what's the first thing you remember seeing Sam Jackson in? Most people Snake, probably snakes on a bullet. plane. <laughs> <laughs> Which was Damn, fucking hilarious. I, I always forget the hilarious. <laughs> but I, you know, you're right. It is casting the right people yeah, and, and catching that lightning in a bottle. And some of these these movies come together because they're like, well, let's find an actor we think can pull it off. Right. It isn't that they, they're all passionate about that particular work of art. You know, and, and I think that's what like that's what bothers us is we we dive into movies like that. So when we sense it's just a, an effort to make money and it's super shallow and there's nothing creative about it, that's when I think the four of us are just like, eh. It's all of, visual. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm just, just, there's no, like, like you said, the, 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 the plot is shallow. It, 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 there's nothing here other than I want your, you know, $15. Yeah. But which it, it's kind of like, it's kind of like Thor started us off with. Like, I have no desire to see uh, a remake of The Lost Boys. Uh, however, uh, a remake of Dune looks freaking amazing. And I yeah. couldn't be more stoked for that. No, I, I agree with you, Haas. Thank you for doing that. Because I guess if we just focused on those two movies as why one is exciting and the other one isn't, I wonder if we get to the, the core of the issue here. Which is what? Well, I, I think we suspect what I, what I'm, Dune may be oh, far more ambitious than the original was in the sense of what it can do with technology. And they've had a lot of time to think about what the original did, right or wrong. Well, right. That, that's what that's my going in position. So I'm super interested to see, and I will go see it. And we don't the know Lost, what the Lost Boys, Boys on the other hand. Like. I'm like, what the fuck different are you going to bring to the table? Yeah, right. Convince can you do different? Other than just using an '80s, oh, title. just shitting on an '80s movie. It yeah. would be it would be like if they re- remade Goonies or Princess Bride. Oh my god, I'd lose you my know? shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I was done too. Through, when they when they when they rebooted Mary Poppins, I was pretty pissed, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, and then they used the the anniversary as like cover for action. Of, yeah. Well, no, it's a it's a it's an anniversary. Like, okay, you just made a second fucking Mary Poppins. Yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you a question, <laughs> you did. If if yeah. they were to remake Enter the Dragon, because I know you're a Bruce Lee fan, if they were to remake remake Enter the Dragon with some somebody else, would would you be would you be like, I'll give that a shot? Jason or is that Momoa. one you're like, yeah, Jason Momoa? Or would you be like, no? I, I, well, I, I, okay. So he, so he, let, let's let's roll this back a little bit, and I'll I'll answer your question by going back to what we were just kind of touching on. I have no desire to see the Lost Boys because there's nothing innovative or nothing that's furthering that art to to catch my attention. Whereas, but, Dune, but you don't Dune know that yet, right? I mean, based on what I've read and seen, no, I, I can tell you. Okay, I, I've lived enough life to where I can recognize, you know, a pig in a suit. Okay, I mean, I think um, the one thing about I'd like Dune, to see that. The uh, one thing about I, no, go ahead. Sorry, I was, I was I just asked you a question that interrupted. Yeah, you. but like with Dune, you know, they're furthering something. It's evolving. Is there's something more? There's more. They've peeled back the onion more, given us some 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 better content. If if they were to remake Enter the Dragon, it would have to depend on who the director is, who's backing it, are they altering the story, who's playing, you know, the lead character. Um, it would depend on a lot of factors for me to say that whether I was interested or not. Well, I you think one just- thing about Dune though is we know on a on a scale perspective, uh, Villeneuve 
obviously brings a, an eye to something with that scale and scope. And if you've seen the original, like there is something about being able to scale that movie appropriately. You know, even if you're talking about the sandworms or whatever it is, like the desert scenes, just a massive perspective that he probably brings to the table because of the way he's made previous movies. And I think you could get a director and go, this movie's going to be shit because that director, his eye isn't going to work for this story. And I think we know Villeneuve has the eye potentially to right, pull this movie off. We honest, haven't seen if it. it. If, if it was a Michael Bay or J.J. Abrams backed movie, it would be shitastic at best. And we wouldn't give right. two fucks about it. Uh, I would agree yeah. with that. Explosions and looking off into the distance. Right. Saying go, go, go lots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm running I'm away I, from an explosion. I, yeah. I mean, I'm with you, Haas. And I mean, we're kind of getting into the finer details uh, using specific movies, I think, to, to illustrate the point of when it works and it doesn't. Uh, I'm not familiar um, with how Villeneuve was selected or if he came to the table. W- was he picked? Do you know? Uh, I, I think it was something he wanted to do. I mean, I could be wrong, Which, but I think it yeah. was he he felt like he could tell the story. And so I guess if I'm going to self-correct or at least hold myself accountable, maybe if I knew more about the why behind a Lost Boys remake, I might change my mind. Right. If if I if I come to find out that somebody's like, you know, there was so much untapped in that movie. That wasn't addressed in the original like the complexity of the characters, why they are the way they are, how they function in the current world. We think there's a whole other dynamic to explore there that can lead to more. I might get on board. Cause right. like I said, at the end of the day, you've got to convince me like the bar is where it is in my mind because nostalgia and a whole bunch of other things are telling me where it is. So tell me why this new bar is going to be higher and, and hype me up. Because otherwise, right. like I'm looking at my my wallet going, why? Why am I spending money on that? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, you know, you brought up like other movies from our past in terms of like those remakes, like Point Break and, and things of that nature. Um, I don't know. There is something about it. And I think that's why I go, I don't want it remade because I don't think they'll do it justice. Like we talked about with cover songs, like when you make a movie or you make a song, remake, whatever. You should be making it better. I think that is something that Villeneuve potentially will do with Dune. Whether or not he sticks to the source material, which when he first came out and said he was making this movie, he's like, I'm going to be sticking to the source material. Has anybody here read Dune? No, I have. I'm curious if he does stick to the source material. Will he? I don't know. We haven't seen enough through the trailers to know that he does or doesn't. I know one of the principal characters that is is integral to the story is Fade Raban, who was played by Sting in the original there was no mention of Fade's character or who may play Fade's character. It was completely left out. I don't know. I haven't looked in terms of the updates if that is something that has now come out. But like he's a principal character in the story. Haven't heard anything about him. So then I go, is he going to fuck this up? Because that's an that's an important character. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, and I don't know. You know. Again, we're exploring the layers of when you have an important movie effort underway. Are you getting it right? Right. Especially for something that you know means a lot to a community. And they're probably going to be the, the, uh, the predominant voice on the chat boards, on the internet, everything ahead of that movie releasing to either tank it before it even arrives mm-hmm. or to build the hype. Right. And, you know, and then, you know, maybe kind of bringing back something we discussed with Tyler. If you start tinkering with something that is considered a classic or at least 
in that range. And let's, I mean, Point Break is a classic in its own right. I mean, it's right. got some iconic lines. It's Patrick Swayze. You know, I caught my first wave today. They remade it and it did nothing better. Nothing. No. Worse. Well, it, was, it got worse. It was like the same fucking story just retold. Right. Okay. They jumped out of a plane because they were, they were probably gambling on, oh, all these poor parkour people, all these people jumping out of planes, all these edgy adrenaline junkies are going to be hyped up for it. Okay. How many times Why? are they going to go see it? Right? Yeah, it, it, <laughs> and part of it is storytelling, right? I mean, it, it, and the thing about Dune, and I understand where you're coming from on the story, is it's good writing. So why would you fuck with that? If you've right. got good content, why would you fuck that? In this instance, it should just be someone bringing the visual aspect to it. Right. Instead of, you, you know, tweaking it and fucking with it. I mean, you don't fuck with Tolkien when you do Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit. Right, but that you is just a good bring example. the visual. You bring clearly the visual you haven't part. seen some of the shit they. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a good example. I mean, Peter Jackson brought what is now considered. Some of them are considered classics, yeah. or they will be. And I think even Tyler said that. You know, there's still memes and shit that come out to this day about it. And to say you're going to remake what is what I loved as a kid, which was the animated Hobbit, like that's bold. Bass, yeah. And if you're going to do it, you need to fucking do it right. And, and not turn it in. into three three-hour fucking movies. Yeah, but you I know mean, what? They, they Jackson, couldn't have done this. I'm guessing was who brought it to the table and said, "I have a vision. I can get this right. Let me convince you. Let me just add shit that's not even in the story." <laughs> I mean, how do I want to take up with Dune? Because I, I mean, that's what they could do. They could roll that into a three or four movie. Yeah, but situation. The, the, but the book series isn't just a single standalone book. You have Dune. You have the Children of Dune. I mean, it's funny because through the arc of the story, if you guys haven't read the series or any of that, the one of the principal characters, Duncan Idaho. As soon as you said Duncan, I was like, I, that's probably the only one I could have remembered. Yeah, Duncan Idaho. Duncan. Yeah, it is. Oh Duncan. yeah, yeah, Duncan. Duncan. Duncan Idaho is actually a major player in the Dune series, but gets killed in Dune, and comes back as a golem, and so. But again, how they'll portray everything. Will he stick to the source material? Are there going to be multiple movies or is this just a one and done for, for Villeneuve in the series? I don't know. Well, but as we know, it all depends on the return at the box office. Well, and that's the problem is now, <laughs> yeah. especially with, with where sure we are now. Yeah, yeah. You're releasing it on HBO and you're releasing it in theaters. Will it make the return you were hoping for to then move forward and make more movies? I don't know. Cause as we joked, Avatar is last of the Mohicans in blue alien form but no. james cameron's behind it no no avatar is not last of the mohegans avatar or is pocahontas 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 um, but it's james I, cameron that's behind it yes so it's going to go forward you oh, know yeah, like yeah, yeah. if villeneuve or somebody has villeneuve has enough clout and it does well enough then i think the answer is they'll back will. him yeah absolutely yeah and it's funny because all of this started with the lost boys and i think unequivocally uh, mac you haven't chimed in but we're all like I don't really care to see that get remade. <laughs> it's like, no, thank you. I, I, I'm looking forward to it. Cause I never saw the first one. So what? Um, Kiefer. That, that's, Kiefer. that's my third man card for today. I have to give up to Grinch now. You have never seen the original. No, dude, go fucking watch it. How could you not have seen the original? Where were Corey you? Haim. Corey Feldman, yeah. Feldman, Jason Patrick. I think you just answered your own question. I just didn't care about this. Keeper, Keeper of Sutherland, Alex yeah. winner. no, Never seen no, it? Nothing. Okay, man. Go see it. Uh, Diane Weiss? Okay. It makes me um, sad, actually. Yeah. It, it actually does. 
Well, you know, oh, I feel got, like I got a whole laundry list of other things that'll make, that'll you make sad, us sad. So don't, uh, <laughs> no, don't hang your it's head just on that. funny, you know, because one of the big things that came out early on too was the cast, top cast, Noah Jupe and Jaden mm-hmm. Martell. And they are who? Who are you bringing in with them? A lot of people younger than us probably know who they are. Well, that's true. Uh, let's see. Noah Jew. And I'm not saying he's a bad or a good actor. I just I just don't know. No him. idea. It shows that he played Marcus Abbott in A Quiet Place. Okay. He was a, probably the son. The son, I would imagine. I think so, in A Quiet Place. I mean, he yeah. may be a fantastic actor. I'm not trying to. We, we don't know because stops. he's never had a speaking role. <laughs> That's <laughs> that's pretty goddamn good. Uh, too fucking shame, Mac. That's too it. Don't fucking shame. Yeah. Right. Okay, the storyline is described in IMDb: revival of the 1987 feature that follows two brothers who discover that the new town they just moved in is occupied by vampires. That sounds exactly like the fucking original. It is. No, no, no. It's exactly. a revival because it's in a different town. <laughs> No. Yeah. So you, you've got to go see what that new town looks like. Did you know trivia remake of the 1987? Look, <laughs> if the movie came out and I Re- remake I, or reboot, it literally says under trivia, it's <laughs> a remake of the 1987. If the movie comes out and I dare to waste time to go see it and it's better, I will be the first to throw my hands up and say I was wrong. It's better. I just find that that's going to be, that's going to be hard for me to accept that it will be better. And I think that's the problem with most most reboots or remakes is it is tough to overcome. It's just like sequels. It's tough to overcome the original Alien. Yeah. Fucking phenomenal movie. And it's tough to overcome that when trying to make a sequel. I, I like James Cameron's Aliens, but in my opinion, did not eclipse the original. Good in its own right was not better. There was a psychological aspect to the original that has never been, but they're the same franchise. Of course, I don't think it's as good as the original. Personal opinion, personal opinion. Yeah, 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 absolutely. As with most things, I see them as two different films, so I don't, I don't put one above the other. I consider one the original, and the the next one an incredible other original sequel. Uh, no, because I mean, obviously, you got J- James Cameron and Ridley Scott. You know, it's it's picking up the storyline right. after Ridley comes out of hypersleep. Like, I in nostalgia is a powerful force, and I've seen that movie probably 20, 30 times. Uh, I, I, I happen to just fucking love Aliens. It's it, I think it was my number one movie of all time, if I remember right. It was, yes. Um, which we are, we all knew before even going in, but I can say this, I saw aliens in the theater when it came out, as I imagine you may or may not have, uh, I I recently, a few years ago, they, it was 2019. They re-released alien in the theater. They did a short run and I got to go see it because I didn't get to see it originally. Obviously I was yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking phenomenal to see. I was like, okay, so this is what it was like. Cause I was like, I wanted to know what it was like to see the original in the theater. Well, I mean, you know, in the broader sense, that's why I get so irritated with how they allowed the alien franchise to go off the rails because afterwards. Yeah. So they, they had alien and aliens, which if they just picked up from there, I mean, and you got a whole comic book series. You got so much to pull from, right? You know, and then they just decided to make your basic Hollywood bullshit instead of taking that storyline where it could have gone. But, but anyway, it is what it is. Um, now, yeah. if we want to talk reboots, though, uh, how can we not talk Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, nineteen eighty one, nineteen eighty one, and two thousand thirteen? It is on my list. I was going to bring that up. <laughs> so fucking 
good. <laughs> Did you like the reboot? Oh my god, I've seen Evil Dead two uh, uh, 15, 20 times as well. Uh, a certain friend of ours had it, and we would watch it repeatedly. And with Sam Raimi at the helm, embracing that style of like horror comedy that I've never seen before. Uh, and then to follow it up with Army of Darkness um, and then the spinoff series. Uh, I just I, I, it's near and dear to my heart. I love it. Uh, fun fact is the house. Uh, the What is it? The prior house from Stranger Things is an homage to Evil Dead. So let me ask a question just so that I know for my own edification. Evil Dead came out in 2013. Is it a remake of Evil Dead or Evil Dead 2? 2013? Yes, sir. You didn't see the reboot? No. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking no, about yeah, the I'm reboot. Talking about Evil the Dead 2 was yeah, technically there's... a reboot of the first because the first was... Right, but no, Evil was Dead 2013. Yeah, Evil Dead 2 came out in 20. 13 and it was a remake of evil dead and that's what i'm talking yeah, about like no that, no no i i've actually never seen that one that's what i was gonna ask i haven't seen it either because i was no. just like mm. i didn't even know it existed yes yes sir uh box office it only made 97.5 million dollars i don't know what the budget was but i know that's what it made so yeah and i don't recognize the director uh fide alvarez no idea yeah i mean but, I, like I said, Evil Dead 2, Bruce Campbell, Sam Raimi. Oh, my God. That is just. But they were also both producers on this film I just mentioned in 2013. Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi both produced it. Yeah, interesting. So, I, I'm not enough of a, a you, follower to know the details. Yeah, okay. I was just curious. I, I was blissfully ignorant until you fucked that all up. I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> well, it's weird, right? Because you go Evil Dead. Evil Dead was was not well received, which is why they came back with Evil Dead 2, which I guess technically would be a remake, but they they labeled it 2, so it, it felt more... It, it, it was almost positioned like a sequel, although it was really remaking the original. Right? Yeah. So, I don't know. Weird situation. More questions than answers. Uh, gentlemen, yeah, so, I don't know. For me, reboot, remake, should they make them, should they not make them? Real quick, let's go around the room. Mac, reboots, remakes, should that be a thing? Or when um, something gets you know, made. It's, it's hard to say. If it's done right, I, I'm okay with it. But if you're just doing it, as we talked about, for, for more money, then no, I think it's a waste of time. Do it for the right Fuck reason. right off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Haas, what about you? Reboots, remakes? Should it be a thing? Uh, yeah, I, I concur with Mac. If it's done properly and it's done with passion and care and yeah i'm okay with that but but again if it's just uh and, and i'm okay even if it's to grab a new genre or a new generation into something and and and, and pulling them into that 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 atmosphere uh but yeah if, it, if it's done just uh you know half half hazardly and, and hap thank you haphazardly yes. haphazardly yes. yeah right huh? <laughs> i'm a i'm a wonder kid but Leave pluggedly <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Did you want to yeah, reach I'm over not... and grab that? It's right there. I can see it. It's right next to you. There it is. <laughs> um, so again, yeah, not I'm, a fan I'm not a unless fan. it's done right. Not a fan. Yeah. Okay. Um, for me, I would think that uh, probably the same there. I be cautious. It's like song covers. It's like you have to be cautious if you're not if you're not 
bringing something, and I say new because then you go, well, then it's not a remake, fuckhead. It's it's new. It's original. In terms of your approach, again, like we cited Dune, Villeneuve has a very specific look and feel to his movies, which I think will work with Dune. If that's what he brings to the table, fantastic. And then he makes it work, even if he's using the exact same source material that Ridley Scott did when he made his 1982, or not Ridley Scott, David Lynch did when he made the 1984 version. Then yeah, I think you can pull it off. Does that necessarily translate to a success? No, not necessarily. But that that remains to be seen. I think you do have to be careful when you remake or reboot a franchise. Um, don't do it just to do it. Don't don't be Batman. Don't be Superman. Don't be Spider Man. Don't be fucking King Kong. They've remade three times. Godzilla. How many Godzilla movies have there been? Summer sequels. Summer Jesus. reboots. Um, so yeah, I, I think it has to be done right. Care has to be taken. So that's my opinion. And birthday boy, we will wrap up with you. What do you think? No, I 100% concur with everything. Um, I mean, that. That was easy. If, if you, if you've got the passion and you just truly believe you've got a, a good vision and a way forward on a, on something that maybe wasn't interpreted correctly and, and you're going to bring a better product to the table, uh, it's art, right? I mean, I'm, I'm the first to admit I'm inconsistent. I'm probably hypocritical at times with my, you know, approach. my judgment yeah. and approach. Um, but you know, it's art, so I can be. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> you know, it's, it's just the fucking way it is and, and, and based I'll on that it's going feet. to change over time yeah, your, your yeah, opinion can't yeah i'll vote with my feet and my money you know like yeah you put something in front of me like i want to be entertained i do um but if it's just a money grab then fuck you uh it's like the mummy remaking the mummy with uh tom cruise that's name recognition that's the only reason yeah. you brought him to the table and it's like really like that's not moving the story. That's not that's not doing anything for the story. You were just like you said, making a money grab and throwing a big name up there and hoping that that would sell tickets. Yeah, and that doesn't do it. Yeah, it's like the crow. It's like going, oh, let's use Jason Momoa. What? Like, don't well, use name recognition to drive a character, especially if the character if that doesn't fit the character. So, I mean, let's just be honest. You know, like if I'm if I'm going to help hype this movie, this this casting. I mean, Oscar Isaac. Stellan Skarsgård, Josh Brolin, Brolin, you know, Javier Bardem. Bardem, yep. And oh, Zendaya. Zendaya. Is, it, is that who it is? Zendaya, yeah. yeah, yeah. Rebecca, Rebecca Ferguson. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, who's Thank this you. the cast? Okay, hold on. I think, I think we Dune. need to give Grinch a moment for his personality. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Rebecca. Um, <laughs> so, yes, uh, you know, obviously, we all agree in terms of our approach to reboots and remakes. Sometimes they hit it out of the park. Sometimes they fall flat and, and it's, you know, take care, make your decisions wisely. Don't, yeah, don't do, don't do the money grab. Don't try just name recognition to float an idea, you know, make it count, make it work. And that will draw people to the box office. Uh, With that being said, gentlemen, I want to say thank you as always. It's been a long week. Happy birthday, Grinch. Love you. You're here. Love you guys. Yeah. I appreciate it. I needed this. Hopefully next week we'll be better. We'll see what happens, but Without, uh, without further ado, we'll go ahead and wrap up shop. We'll close it up, shut the studio down, and move on our merry way. Uh, as always, check us out at aspirateddebate.com. You can find out all of our drinks. Drop us a line. Give us a drink you'd like us to try. Give us a topic you'd like us to debate. What's the number one for? Where's that finger been? <laughs> okay. So you're, you're already prepared. I love it. Uh, check out our YouTube channel at a spirited debate. Uh, Grinch will be dropping content there regularly because I'm busy and I do appreciate that Grinch. Mm-hmm. That was awfully thoughtful of you to do. Chat, I'll chat up everybody on Facebook. I got you. You, you go girl. You. That's that's birthday boy right there. Just do and hashtags. Just that's do it. Hashtags. 
And as always, we love all of our masturbators out there. Please, please reach out to us at spiriteddebates at gmail.com. Uh, drop us a line. Let us know what you think of the show. Let us know if there's a drink or a topic you'd like us to try. Um, we are always open to that. Look forward to it. And with that, we will say goodbye and look forward to talking to you all next time. Bye.